And to Jesus be the glory today and the honor and the praise. And God's people said, Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today for this beautiful teaching. I will be sharing the word of God on what did the Lord mean when he said to you and me, you are the light of the world. Because in John, he also said that he is the light of the world. So what is the difference? But before I begin, I want to just say thank you for being with me. Thank you for being my partner. And I pray the Lord will meet your needs today in every way. At the end, when I'm done today, I will be praying for the sick before I say goodbye today. So the Lord will heal you physically. Now let's pray. Wonderful Lord, I thank you for your blessed word. Bless your people. Strengthen your people. Use them gloriously in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5. We're going to read verse 14. Ye are the light of the world, the Lord said to you and I as the church. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that it giveth light unto all that are in the house. And then in John 8, let's go to John 8, the Gospel of John, chapter 8. We're going to look at verse 12. And verse 12 says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world, that he himself is the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Now this is a beautiful and powerful revelation that the Lord is giving us about the fact that he is the light of the world, and yet we also are the light of the world. And I'm going to show you what he meant by that. But first, let me talk to you about what I said yesterday about salt, because this will help us kind of understand the truth about the light. Salt is a preserver, and salt is used for seasoning in the natural world. Because in this chapter, in, in Matthew 5, I should say, the Lord said, you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Because both here are, are uh, in our life, and they both have different results. So the salt of the earth in the natural preserves and seasons. So we are the ones who bring heaven's seasoning into someone's life who doesn't know the Lord, so they can look to the Lord. And we are the ones as the church that uh, have, have the power to preserve, meaning to slow the process of decay in someone's life who is not walking with God. Because people who are not living for the Lord are, are going into corruption and decay. And our salt slows down that decay in them that they might look to the Lord and be saved. Now, salt reveals then to humanity the negatives of the world. Salt reveals to someone who is not walking with God the negatives of sin and bondage and so on, so that they would look for liberty and for salvation. 
Light, though, is different. Light reveals to humanity heaven's positives. So we are the salt of the earth, revealing to humanity the negatives in them, so that they would turn away from those negatives. Yet we are also the light of the world, revealing to humanity the positives of salvation, the positives of heaven, the positives of the kingdom of God. So salt reveals the negatives of the kingdom of this world, yet light reveals the positives of the kingdom of God. And that is something we have to understand. So the Lord said, you are the salt of the earth. I'm going to use you to reveal to humanity the negatives so they would not go there. They would not live in sin. But I'm going to also use you to show the light and the positives of salvation. Now, <clears throat> let's, let's uh, understand something. When the Lord said in John, I am the light of the world, uh, Let's, let's look at something in the natural. The sun, for example, is the light that gives the earth its brightness and light. The moon is the reflection of that light at night. So basically, the Lord is the sun, and we are like the moon reflecting his light to humanity. This is very important that you understand that. So in John 8, the Lord said, I am the light of the world, no different than the sun. As you look up, you see the sun in the, in the sky. But now you see the moon too, the reflection of the light, the reflection of the sun is seen through it. So, um, Let's, let's, let's understand something uh, that Paul talked about in the New Testament. Let's, let's look at Ephesians 5. Let us understand this by looking at Ephesians 5. And let's look at verse 8. Okay? So in verse 8, Paul said, You were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Light in the Lord, meaning... We are the ones who borrow his light to show it to, him, to humanity. Now, Jesus is the light of the world. The Bible says that very clearly. In fact, you know what? Let's go back to John. I'd like to, I'd like to show you something really very powerful and beautiful about this. So the Lord says, I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. So for us to experience him as the light of the world, we have to follow him. Otherwise, we cannot see the light of Jesus. But shall have the light of life. So God imparts that light of his life into that individual. What does it mean to be that reflection of light? Because Paul said it very clearly uh, in Ephesians 5. Ye are lights 
in the Lord, not outside the Lord. And the Lord here said that we will have the light of his life. The light of his life means that we are the ones who reflect his light to mankind. They cannot see him, they see us. We are the ambassadors of light on earth. Now, those of us who come to Jesus, those of us who come and accept him as Savior, those of us who surrender to him, now are literally, we are enveloped in his light. Because he said, I am the light of the world, and he that follows me shall not walk in darkness, so that we are surrounded now by his light, not by the darkness we lived in before salvation. And now we also have the light of his life. That's what Paul meant in Ephesians 5. Let's go back again, and let's look at verse 8 one more time, where he said, you are sometimes darkness. Darkness was surrounding you. But now you are light in the Lord, not outside of him. Walk as children of light. Okay. Let's look at the same chapter, Ephesians 5, and let's look at verse 14. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So, here Paul confirms our light is borrowed light, so we are not light in ourselves. We are only light in the Lord, Ephesians 5, 8. Because Christ has given us light. Remember it said that also in John. So now in verse 14 it says, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee life. And light, I should say. Christ shall give thee light. And by the way, that light, this is powerful, because I just said life rather than, than light, and frankly, that is also what John 1 says about life and light. Watch this, watch this. Oh, you'll love this. Uh, John 1, 4, that's the Gospel of John 1, 4. In him was life, and the life was the light. The life is the light. So isn't it amazing? I was about to say light, and I said life. But actually, light comes from his life. So his light is life, and his life is light. His light is life, and his life is light. Because he said in him, John 1, 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So his life in us releases light through us. Isn't that blessed? Thank you, Lord, for that. Wow. So the Lord also said, let your light shine before men. That's in, in Matthew 5.16. Let's go back to Matthew 5 again. And I hope this is really blessing you. All right. In Matthew 5.16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works 
and glorify your Father which is in heaven. There's so much in this amazing chapter, you know. So it begins by verse 14, you're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle, put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. It gives light to all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, the Bible says to us something really powerful about this. And we, we find it in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. So when, when you read, when you read uh, what we just read in Matthew, let your light so shine before men that they may see what? Good works. So it says in verse uh, 8 of Ephesians 8, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. For we are his workmanship. Let me just reread it here because I want to read it again and read verse 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto what? Good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So the Lord said to us in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine, why? That they might see the good works. Let's just go back to it quickly because I want you to notice this because it's so beautiful and so important. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. What are those good works? All right, let's go back to Ephesians because sometimes, you know, it takes a few moments to really capture all this. And verse 8, and it says, By grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, that's any man should boast. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God before, it says, ordained that we should walk in them. So, the Bible teaches, the Bible teaches, we are not saved by good works. We are saved for good works. We are not saved by good works. We are saved for good works. And those good works is when, and, and this is so powerful, uh, they are the visible expressions of the Lord's life in us and through us. Letting our light shine means to influence, to influence others for the Lord Jesus. Letting our light shine means to influence others by our lives that his life is shining through us. And now people are able to see the way out of darkness into his light. 
So the same result reacts to corruption, light reacts to darkness. The same result reacts to corruption, also light reacts to darkness by pushing it out. So light has nothing to do with darkness, except one thing, expose it. The only thing that light really does is expose darkness. It has nothing to do with darkness. It simply exposes darkness. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, let's go to it, and verse 12. And that's what it means to be the light of the world. So uh, I'd like to read that with you, uh, 12 and 13. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wow. And, and we read earlier, I'd like to go back and look at it again. Uh, that's Ephesians 5, 8 and 9. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light, and the Lord walk as children of light. And then he says something powerful. In verse 9 he says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Meaning that when they see what? Goodness out of our lives, righteousness out of our lives, and truth of our, you know, out of our lives, we are actually manifesting, like verse 13 says, we are manifesting their darkness. Because when the light shines out of us, what comes out of us? Goodness, righteousness, and truth. Because it goes right with the verse, he just, right with the truth that he just gave. In verse 8 he says, you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light because the fruit of that light or the spirit is goodness, righteousness, and truth, proving what is acceptable to the Lord. Let me just keep reading. This is so powerful. And have, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but reprove them. How? We reprove them by showing the goodness and righteousness and truth of the Lord himself. And now, their darkness and the unfruitful works of darkness are reproved. And then Paul says, it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done in them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, or exposed, are made, made manifest by the light. For whatever, whatsoever doth make manifest is light. So the only thing that light has to do with darkness is expose it. And that is what happens when we let the Lord's life come through us. Then the Lord's goodness is shown, righteousness is shown, and truth is shown through us. Now, one thing that the Bible is clear on. Don't hide your light. In Matthew 5, and verse 15, because see, people today are, are hiding that light, not knowing they are wrong. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick that it may give light unto all them that are in the house. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So here, here we, we, we are told 
there will be secret disciples or secret believers as there were 2,000 years ago. Remember in John 12, it talks about how uh, that people who believed were afraid to talk about the Lord in case they'd be thrown out of the synagogues. They were afraid of the Pharisees. There are people today who are afraid also to talk about Jesus. They are secret believers. Well, that's a wrong thing to do, and I'll show you why. But let's, let's just go quickly and, and, and look at John 12, 42 and 43. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of man more than the praises of God. They love the praise of man more than the praise of God himself. There are people like this today who don't want to talk about the Lord because they're afraid that they may be you know, offending somebody. Now listen, failing to shine when you do not let your light, and I'm maybe talking to someone who needs to hear that, but I'm asking you to share this with other people on your social media so they can hear this, this very needed message today. When people fail to shine, they rob God of his glory. That's what Jesus said. Can I show it to you one more time? Maybe you missed it. Look at Matthew 5 and look at verse 16 one more time. He said it very clearly. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. So when we don't let our light shine and show the goodness of the Lord, and his righteousness and his truth out of our lives, we are robbing him of his glory. But not only are we robbing him, we are even robbing ourselves. Because it's, it says so in Matthew 10, 32. Because in Matthew 10, 32, I'll read it to you. So people actually rob themselves of the blessings of God when they, when they do not give him the glory due unto him. Jesus said this in, in Matthew 10, 32 and 33, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, will I also deny him, will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Um, that word, by the way, to deny, means also to disown. So what the Lord is saying is, whosoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my father. Boy, that's heavy stuff. That's real serious. Whoever rejects me, I will reject him. Whoever will not confess me, I'll not confess his name either. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I, will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. To Jesus be all the glory forever and ever, and only to Jesus belongs the glory. Before I go on here, I want to pray for those who are in need of healing physically today. Why don't you stretch your hands towards me? Now, don't leave me. I want to just believe God for your healing and also those who are not in need of healing, that God will keep you healthy. 
So Lord, in Jesus' name, meet those needs, heal your people. Your word declares as many as touched you are made whole. Now Lord, I pray, make your people whole as they call upon your name. You said, I am the God that healeth thee. Thank you, Lord. You are a great physician. You are our healer. We give you praise for that. So heal that one, Lord, calling upon your name now and bring health to their bodies and life. And keep sickness away, Lord, from those who are walking in health today. In Jesus' glorious name. Well, thank you, and it's time now to give to the Lord, and I want to pray with you now that God will also reward you and prosper you financially. The Bible says very, very clearly that the Lord is magnified when we are blessed. And the Bible also declares that the wealth of the sinner truly belongs to the righteous. This is in the Bible. We cannot take it out of the Bible. And I'm Believe in God that he will bless you in such a way in the future that God will truly bless you financially to finance the last day harvest. Because, you know, there's more money on earth today than there was a year ago or 10 years ago. A lady years ago came to a preacher and said, uh, well, we're, you keep asking us for money and we have none. He said, well, my dear, there's more money today than there was when Adam walked the earth because money goes in a circle, and when it goes in that circle, it gets bigger every time. It's just in the wrong hands. But God wants you to be blessed too because the Bible says that the prosperity of the wicked will destroy them. But God wants to bless you just like he did Israel when they came out of Egypt. He gave them the wealth of Egypt. God is not a respecter of persons. So when we sow seed, God will bless us in that way. That's what Jesus meant when he said, it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give to your bosom. I believe what the Bible teaches. I don't believe in the gimmicks that sadly have been allowed in the past. But I do believe that when you sow, you reap. And you cannot erase, we cannot erase out of the Bible that the Bible says clearly that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. And that is scripture. Let's believe it. Let's sow in faith and thank God for his goodness to all of us. Lord, bless your people as they give. Speak to them, Lord, I pray, and bless them richly today. Bless them abundantly today, Lord, in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. All right, you can show your seed right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benhin.org, or simply text BHM45777. And thank you for your love and your support. And by the way, we're also going back on television. So please be looking for us. Uh, we're now going to be adding one more network soon. So to Jesus be the praise. All right. God love you, and I'll see you for another great time tomorrow.